Let us pray. And Absalom met the servants of David. And Absalom rode upon a mule. And the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak. And his head caught hold of the oak. And he was taken up between the heaven and the earth. And the mule that was under him went away. 2 Samuel 18.9 Heavenly Father, Today I will focus my heart and energy in the direction of those who have chosen to stand by me in the battle to achieve my goals. While others are focusing on all those who've left their lives, I will instead focus on all those who have encouraged and have fought for me through prayer and proximity. Today I will celebrate my wins with those loyal to me and my family. Today I will rejoice and praise you, Lord, with those who've chosen to build alongside me, even in my toughest times. I thank you for the Joabs in my life, who constantly remind me to stop crying and to stop giving my best energy to those who choose to exit my life, like David did with Absalom. I will be mindful and open to hearing hard corrections, because in the end, the words of a friend may be bitter, and lies from my enemies seem sweet. But because of this, I will look to those who tell me the truth, even when it doesn't feel good. I praise you, Yahweh, for you are all around me, creating opportunities to strengthen that which remains, my true relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. 
Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Death of Absalom. In our last story, Absalom successfully took the throne of David. David, not wanting to cause a civil war in the streets of Jerusalem, fled into the wilderness until he could plan his next step. Now we see Absalom mounting his attack on David and his men, and the tragic fall that comes after pride, inspired by the book of 2 Samuel. Hello, this is Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In our previous episode, we heard how Absalom spread lies and rumors to undermine David's rule until he was finally ready to strike and overthrow his father, David. David, who was unwilling to sacrifice his people to keep his throne, fled to the wilderness, trusting that God would restore him in his own time and in his own way. Today, we'll learn how Absalom takes the fight to David believing he will win. His pride will be his downfall, as David and his mighty men once more show their courage and strength in battle and their loyalty to David and their faith in God. Let's listen now to today's scripture. Just like old times, David and his mighty men prepared for battle in the wilderness. There was something primal about exile. David and his men thought back on their time on the run from Saul. That is where they truly bonded and banded together as a unit. It was almost as if being in the wilderness was an unforeseen advantage. David sent his commanders, Joab, Etai, and Abishai, to gather them in. David began setting his armor and sharpening his sword when Abishai sat beside him. You should not go into battle with us, David, he said. David turned and looked shocked. Abishai put his hand on David's shoulder and said, If for some reason they overtake us, we need to have the freedom to retreat. If you are there, they will not allow us to retreat. You are the prize they are hunting. You must stay back. David's lips tightened and his brow furrowed. He was in deep thought. He knew Abishai was right. You must send word out to anyone loyal in Israel willing to fight with us, Abishai said. David nodded and said, Whatever seems best to you, I will do. So David sent them off. As they were departing, David turned to his generals and said, Please, for my sake, deal gently with Absalom. They agreed and rode into the distance to face Absalom's army. Absalom stood at the head of his army, watching the men of David appear from the distance. A small forest stood in between them, and the two armies began to run towards one another through the trees. The mighty men of David used the trees to their advantage, ramming soldiers into the wood. The armies of Absalom barely stood a chance against them. Absalom watched as his men were buried under the fury of David's army. He looked to his left and to his right. Bloodshed and carnage was everywhere, and Absalom fled in a frantic attempt to save his life. As he rode through the trees, his head was snagged between two branches, and his horse continued to ride without him. 
Absalom's neck was gripped between the two branches, and he flailed in the air, trying to catch a breath. A few of David's men stood under Absalom, watching him squirm in the air. Joab and Abishai bickered over whether to kill him or not. Yet Joab saw very little use in arguing further. He took his spear and drove it into Absalom as he hung there. They drug Absalom's body through dirt and leaves. There they threw him into a pit and put stones above his body. His grave would serve as a reminder that a kingdom established by pride and greed would be a kingdom short-lived. When David learned of Absalom's death, he returned home and wept for days. David's heart broke at his son's fate and wished that there could have been another way to save him. Joab returned home from victory and saw that the streets of Israel mourned in shame for Absalom's death. Their grieving vexed Joab. He walked into the house of David to see him lying on the floor, weeping over his son. Joab approached David and picked him up off the floor and slammed him against the wall. The floor shook and a few cups fell off the table beside them. David looked at Joab, shocked and confused. Joab continued to press David against the wall as he yelled, Today we have saved you, Israel, and your entire family from the tyranny of your son. Your whole household and all of Israel should be rejoicing, but instead they feel ashamed because you refuse to encourage them. Joab released David and swatted at the air. He turned and pointed to David again, yelling, You can't help yourself, David. Ever since I have known you, you have loved those who hate you and hated those who love you. Do we mean nothing to you? We just got home from battle, and we have to come home to these darkened streets filled with tears. Joab's legs began to shake. He was tired from battle and frustrated at his king. He sighed and said, I swear, if you do not go out there and encourage your people, your men will lose hope in you. They bled for you. The least you can do is thank them instead of wallowing in self-pity over your traitor's son. David said nothing to Joab. He was right. David had always spent so much time pining after the affection of those who betrayed him. Saul and Absalom were both examples of that. David composed himself and walked among the streets of Israel. He encouraged those who were mourning and stood at the gates in resolve. In God's word today, the stage is set for battle. Absalom's army is preparing to attack his father, but David and his men are ready, and they're much more seasoned warriors. David put three of his most trusted commanders in charge of his army, Joab, Abishai, and Ittai. Though he did not want to fight his son, David began to prepare for the battle as well. But Abishai advised David to stay behind for his safety, knowing that David's life was of great value. David trusted his men and agreed to follow Abishai's counsel. As his men readied themselves to go to the battle, David had a request. We read this in 2 Samuel 18, verse 5. And the king ordered Joab, Abishai, and Ittai, deal gently for my sake with the young man Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave orders to all the commanders about Absalom. After all the betrayal, after all that Absalom had done to David and his family, David still loved his son, his flesh and blood, and he requested that his life be spared. It may have seemed outrageous to those who heard it, as it may to you today. 
Absalom had committed treason and was actively trying to kill his father, and yet David asked his men for mercy upon his son. It's possible that this is a fault in David's life in that he failed to correct his children. One might even say that he was soft on discipline. But we also see in David a heart after God, and his heart is long-suffering and full of love and grace towards others. And despite the failures of his son and his family, David was a faithful father in so many ways. This would be a good time to remind ourselves that we have a good, good father, a gracious heavenly father who loves us and is merciful towards us and is forgiving even when we run away and betray him. Jesus is the son of the father who went to the cross and died and rose again so that we could be reunited with God our father. God went to war for us, not against us, and he fought for our hearts and our lives and our souls. David's men accepted David's request and set off for the fight. And as fights go, this one wasn't much of a match. David's army was stronger, wiser, and more skilled than Absalom's army, and they quickly won the fight. Absalom was no warrior, and seeing the defeated hand, he fled the fight on his mule. And as he rode through the trees, his head was caught between the branches, and he hung there, helpless and unable to escape. One of Joab's men found him. But he remembered David's orders and was unwilling to kill Absalom. Joab, however, acted swiftly and with his armor-bearers killed Absalom, then took his body down from the tree. He then buried the body and erected stones over the grave, a monument named after Absalom himself to remind all of how God had dealt swiftly with the counterfeit king. David was now free from danger. His son who sought to kill him was dead but this was of no comfort to David. David wept and grieved his son. And when Joab saw David's response, he could not stay silent any longer and rebuked David for focusing on his sorrow for the loss of one who wanted to kill him rather than rejoicing in his deliverance and encouraging those who remain loyal to him. The king was convicted by the honest words of his loyal commander and friend. He rose from his mourning and sat at the gate, and received his people, who trusted in him as the king, that he was truly God's king. It was time to return to Jerusalem, and we'll hear more about that the next time. Dear God, we thank you for today's message of restoration and the victory for David and his men. Thank you for the reminder that your promises always endure, as does your patient love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham, and we appreciate so very much your interest, your prayers, and your involvement in this wonderful effort to walk through the Bible. I would encourage you to download the Pray.com app and make prayer a true priority in your life, along with the study of God's Word. If you appreciate and have enjoyed this podcast, It would be very helpful if you would share it with someone you love because it will make a huge difference in their lives. And if you want to know more about how you can know Jesus and follow him, how you can live the Christian life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. Thank you and God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.
Welcome to the Prey News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Prey News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.